0: Len? Like Len Wiseman? Jacko knows all about Len Wiseman. Yeah, dude, I fucking... uh, Director Uh, of uh, Underworld and uh, Total Recall. Also uh, Total Recall, the remake? He's
1: also the slightly more um, temporally permanent uh, Spoonerism of Wen (laughs) Wiseman.
0: that's nothing that's nothing that's nothing Tom you can't (laughs) just do this you can't just fucking throw shit out there and hope one of us is gonna be there to catch you with a trampoline (laughs) as you go fucking falling out of the 30 story comedy skyscraper no but that's the thing about comedy like everyone's always so quick to harp on about craft and that sort of thing but sometimes words are just words and like T gets (laughs) it you know sometimes quantity is all you need and if you just (laughs) say enough words one of your co-hosts will make
1: I am yeah. the early days Roman Republic, and I know that if I just throw enough jokes at a problem, it'll go away. Mm,
0: That's
1: <laughs> <is Yeah>. sad. <laughs> esoteric,
0: but like moron brand. T, you're like you're like an <laughs> infinite monkey with an infinite typewriter. You know that?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, infinite <laughs> monkey. Eventually, then infinite we'll monkey is a very cool nickname.
1: Yeah, I want to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah.
0: I am the infinite monkey. Yeah, see that's what's always that's what's always struck me about the infinite monkeys with infinite typewriters that'll eventually produce the Forks of Shakespeare. Is like, well one monkey with one typewriter will also eventually produce
2: the Forks yeah, of
0: Shakespeare. Just, you just need one infinite, infinite monkey. Yeah, exactly. Not infinite one, well actually one monkey and infinite typewriters
1: <laughs> doesn't necessarily help. Or yeah. infinite monkeys and one typewriter. <laughs> no, but because like a monkey only has so much life, right? Well, the assumption is that they can go forever, right? Well, no, but if you have infinite monkeys... And infinite Well, if you have
0: infinite monkeys and infinite typewriters, the second you start, they've already produced the
1: full works of Shakespeare. So yes. they just need to take eventually out of it. Yeah. Infinite <laughs> monkeys and infinite <laughs> typewriters produce the works of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> uh... See, as long as I'm still getting those responses as well, I'm not going to change the way my brain works. (coughs) It's true, we do give you positive reinforcement.
2: This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world, a world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and ale. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners, trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons.
0: Hello! Welcome back to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. I'm your rainy Saturday afternoon dungeon master, Ben McAllister. Nice to meet you. Welcome. Come into the cozy room we've established. Here I am. I'm in my slippers. We've all got nice hot beverages, and I'm not the only one here, so introduce the rest of yourselves, please. (laughs) I am your English breakfast man,
1: Jackson Newsett. Ooh. Pull up a chair next to the fire, adventurer, and tell us who you are. Who's that who's (laughs) just walked in? I am your done with the coffee and cuddling Kalua Thomas Owen. <laughs> oh, he is actually cuddling a bottle of Kalua yeah. right
0: now. I could actually oh. I can vouch for the fact that that's true. I'm going to take a photo of that for you, Jackson.
1: Put it on the Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, okay. No, that one's just for me too. We t- he took two photos. The first one's just for you, the second one's <laughs> going on the Twitter. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Yeah,
2: they're all used up now. <laughs> the <laughs> the first
0: the first the first one is you cuddling Kalua, the second one is Kalua cuddling you. That's always the way it goes. Uh, Oh, 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 the door's just um, swung open on its hinges and a a stranger approaches from the dark, hood drawn high, (laughs) uh, as as she lowers it. Who who is it that we see?
2: I'm your point of difference miso soup, Grace.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Gracie got some Japanese food, delivered to my home, Mm -hmm. and she was eating it right before we started recording.
2: I've actually had three warm beverages while I've been sitting here. Are you not
1: too warm now? That's so much liquid. If I was you, I'd be twisty.
2: I'm going to need a pee. Oh,
0: boy. Okay, wonderful. That's cool. I'm sure that's for someone. Someone out there will enjoy (laughs) that particular (laughs) We just got new subscribers. Oh, dear. So, how are you guys all doing? I feel pretty good. This this fire that's yeah. crackling in the background, mm. that I'm going to add sound effects mm. off, is treating me well. This
2: armchair, it's a great yeah. addition. Yeah. This, this podcasting leather. Podcasting room.
0: Plush leather armchairs, yeah. I've got my um, ascot on, and my hounds are kind of just <laughs> roaming around. See them over there?
1: The hounds. Yeah. My back-to-back caffeines have really done the trick. I walked in here feeling grim, but mm-hmm. tea and coffee go together like... May and coffee.
0: <laughs> okay, there's something there. There was almost a joke in there, I think. If you if yeah. you looked hard enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take a right?
1: magnifying glass. Yeah, choose your own adventure. Really yeah. Dig yeah, through yeah. that one. If you th- hey, come, you come up with the punchline. Tweet it it. Call me, call me <laughs> Mr. Stein, and just find your way to the page on which the punchline's on. I don't. That was poorly. <laughs> was that like an RL Stein Goosebumps you know joke? Yeah, oh. did the Goosebumps yeah. choose your own? No, I don't. know. Uh, no, they, they weren't. Some of them, Some were. Of them no, were. No, they, they oh. were. They were. I mean, to be to
0: be fair, all books are choose your own adventure.
1: If you really think about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody hands you a book
1: points uh, a gun at your face and says, read this.
0: Or, or, or yeah. I mean, sometimes they do, but they usually don't stipulate in a given order. It's yeah. Usually you can Nobody just thinks, thinks of that. No, These exactly.
1: idiots expect you to read the story... In the order presented. In that order. You can do whatever Shuts. the fuck you want.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've been forced to read at gunpoint and I've just flipped through the book at will. It's like, oh, chapter one, chapter six, chapter two, chapter 25.
1: Do you reckon there'd be something to getting all the words of any printed... Novel. And
0: arrange them in alphabetical order and then
1: reading that? Yes. <laughs> that is my aesthetic. <laughs> no, I reckon, like, rearranging them, see which book is actually the most morally horrifying story when rearranged specifically to make it such. Um. Right. So it would be a monumental like- task, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd need so many monkeys. But, yeah. like... <laughs>
2: And also monkeys with moral codes to know. You see,
1: the whole yeah. thing about for that, that you is you haven't met a monkey without a moral guys, code. Guys, we can't
0: do the infinite typewriter bit because then that means we have to use the infinite monkey bit for the start of this episode. We're recording the start of we got to keep it loose and free.
1: These these episodes, they're choose your own adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So, so now that T said that funny thing, I will have to include it. And I'll just give you a little peek behind the curtain here because oh boy, we're about to record a back-to-back back <laughs> dublo because. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, Grace and Jackson and I are all leaving town at various points in the next month, and... Don't worry, Perth, I'll be here. (laughs) I'm your always friend. (laughs) (laughs) And we just need some content, you know, we just need it, we just need it, we crave it, and we're making it for you now, so... Listen to this episode and the next one and see if you can find the connective tissue. Ooh, see if you can figure out where the cut point was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, that's a fun game for you. You could totally put the typewriter bit at the start of the next episode for real. Oh, yeah,
0: meta. Meta yeah, humor. Yeah, about yeah. like choose your own adventure, cool jokes yeah. and shit. Yeah. Oh, I like that quite a lot.
1: Well, because if you even include that exchange just then, yeah. and they're like, there was. What? and yeah. then they start we the next episode could, 2 weeks later yeah. we could just the spend the whole
0: 3 hours talking about that joke is the thing as well and then we yeah. don't even need to like refer back to it like the whole Dude, 3 if we hours we just throw in a bit of this
1: joke. if we throw in a bit of this audio over the top that's basically yeah. the show. Yeah.
0: Realistically, the show is us talking about stupid shit punctuated by occasional dice rolls. Critical hit! Yeah. Ooh, I got him with a great axe! He takes 10 damage! I failed my save! Oh, no! Uh. we just
2: need infinite monkeys rolling dice. Yeah,
0: infinite yeah. dice monkeys. Oh, All we're, right. We're, we're really deconstructing the form, aren't we? And, like, kind of tearing down the whole show as well. Exactly. I mean, we're, I think we're really the first podcast to use like, D&D as form rather than content. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, exactly. So we're really just sitting here pretending we're playing Dungeons & Dragons whilst generating idiotic nonsense. Uh, <laughs> but what do you say we continue generating idiotic nonsense? And before we do that, we do a little bit of a recap.
2: Let me just find out. <laughs> <laughs> <it end> <laughs> that was
0: real! I'm seeing it with my own eyes! <laughs> well, this better be a good recap, then.
2: When we last left our heroes, they had left the web after a horrible head-on collision and were making haste towards Hennelport, where they hoped to find Alyssa Brambles, a former associate of Valerius. Along the way, they found themselves face-to-face with a group of awful frog boys who were terrorising some dwarven children. After dispatching the amphibious foes, Drasilia absolutely terrified the children who promptly ran away. The group moved on to Hannelport and found a city in lockdown. In order to get through the city walls and find brambles, they'd need to make it past the security checkpoints. Not wanting to raise the alarm, our fugitive heroes went looking for a shady group known as the Black Hens, who Jody had previously dealt with and who were known for their ability to smuggle objects and people into the city. The party found the Black Hens in a dive bar in Portside, a far less reputable district of Hannelport outside the main walls. Moko, the illicit group's mysterious leader, was all too aware of who Duncan, Zillia and Jody were, recognising them as the three most wanted people in Carthus, and her curiosity as to their presence in Hanalport was piqued. She offered to help them, but not without getting something in return. That brings us to right now. I love being the most wanted... Carthus. Mm, so yeah, good. It's really nice mm, being
0: wanted, isn't it? It's yeah. nice to feel wanted. She just tries, she's been alone for so long. She's yeah. just wanted to feel a part of something. <sighs> so, after a few seconds of silence, assuming Duncan doesn't say anything, Moko looks at you and says, Well, what did you come here for? What do you need from me? I think Jody probably pipes up um, in my mind, Jody's kind of across the room. Yeah, at we're this at the point, bar. I think, you guys Jody. are not. You guys are not at the table right now. So Dunkan is at the Duncan, table. Just Duncan is at the table. Oh, Joss, okay. Josie was sitting then... at the bar. Jody's sitting in a nearby booth, actually. You explicitly uh. yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. In, so in so Jody booth. is um, just practicing what he might say later on. So he's just like <laughs> words and <laughs> just, order, think, and just thinking part. about it, just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. We want
1: passage into the city, right? That's what we want. That's what you came here for. Yeah, yeah. You wanted. You were thinking about papers. Yeah. Well, I'm in the need of some papers.
0: So it's access to the city you'd like. Fair enough. I suppose that makes sense. But I'm sure you understand. This is a transactional relationship. So, uh, what are you going to do for me? As I said, I am in the information business. I'm very interested in what you're doing here in Hannelport.
1: That, I'm afraid, can't be part of the transaction. Is this some other way?
0: She, upon seeing, hearing you say that, kind of smiles a little bit and leans back, laces her hands together and places them behind her head and says, well, 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 make me an
1: offer. At the end of the day, I've got muscle that's worth a lot more to you than any information.
0: Whilst I do not exactly lack for muscle, she kind of glances around at all of the the beefy uh, ladies and dudes sitting around the various booths in the bar, she says... You, I must admit, your tale of your exploits has reached my ears, and you seem very formidable, so perhaps something along those lines could be arranged, but I believe you were interested in papers, so let's keep that in the back pocket. What I really want, in exchange for some papers, some documentation, is some information. What can you tell me that I might want to know? After a, a few seconds of staring each other down, Moko says, Well, I appreciate that you're very tight-lipped, Duncan, uh, Maybe your associates have something to say. And she kind of gestures at the bar and at the booth that Jody thinks he's being really slick sitting in. <laughs> and um, quickly some associates kind of walk over and not like strong-arm you guys over, but just kind of like... Gesture over to the table to basically uh, try and get you guys to come along. I think as they try and grab Jody, like, Jody, like, it, it comes with them sort of thing, but he's like dodging their touch essentially. So every time yeah. they go to reach for him, he's like pivoting around their arm <laughs> and like, towards the table. <laughs> he's like water through their head. Oh, he's spinning exactly. down trouble and he's. <laughs> Gives him the don't argue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very dusty mode. Uh, I think as they approach, or at least as are you both coming? Are they both coming over? Is it? It's up to them. They're being ushered over. Yeah. Unless they're resisting, they're coming over to the table. I think yep. as that begins, Junkan probably continues to Moko. You're not getting information out of them either. What I can offer you is, if there's other information you want and you know where it is, here we can get it for you. Her eyes light up at that briefly. You can see that the
0: gears are turning in her head, but. They don't have to turn for too long before there's an interruption. As Jody comes up to the table and his eyes are met by one of the uh, burly, scarred human men sitting in the booth, you recognise this guy, Jody. You know this guy's name is Max and that he is a member of the Black Hens. And you've dealt with him in the past. And as Max sees Jody, he interrupts and says, You've got a lot of nerve showing your face around here, Jody, or should I say, Jojo Snibbins?
2: What? <laughs> what?
0: I'm sorry, I, I I quit the podcast.
2: Does he really say that? Yes. That's
0: the exact that come out of his mouth.
2: Trusty's dumbfounded. <laughs>
0: how do you feel about that one Jacko <laughs> yeah look you really surprised me with that one <laughs> um, to clarify what's going on here for the listener because this is something we've actually mentioned canonically on the last episode remember when we said Jody has had previous dealings with this gang yeah. like when he first arrived in Handleport they gave him some fake papers to like get into town and he had a fake identity during the week I messaged Jacko and was like hey come with a name for that fake identity yeah. you had or I can come up with one and just surprise you one time my- Oh, that's, God. that's what you just said. <laughs> this guy revealing Jody's former fake Handleport name Jojo Sniffin
1: oh my goodness
0: <laughs> so yeah Max Max says that to you and looks at you kind of with some anger Moko probably turns over to, to, to Max and says do you know this guy? and and Max says yeah we gave him some false identity documents so he could get into Handleport years ago and then well do you remember the, uh. Shit, let me come up with a quick name for this. I forgot to name this particular event. Hey, this will be fun. Let's do it. Uh, Jacko, you know that trinket that you have? It's an invitation to a party where everyone got murdered. What do you think that party was called? Ooh, um. In my mind, in my mind, in my mind, for what it's worth, um, this, it was a party, essentially like a meeting, like a bearing of the hatchet between two of the, like, um, merchant naval groups probably jody was attached to one of them where they basically like mm-hmm. agreed to stop duking it out and uh just just chill and then everyone from one side died in the events because the other side double crossed and poisoned the punch and jody happened to not drink any of the poison punch
2: the capulet's ball <laughs> capulet's ball's yeah, very it's good it, it's pretty yeah. dirty
1: i i wondered about the salt wind Masquerade.
0: oh i might say the salt wind massacre Maybe maybe the one of the merchant groups was called like the Salt Winds. I quite like that. Yeah, i meant that. That's cool. Max says, "You remember the uh, Salt Wind Massacre? Ooh, what was it, uh, Jojo? How long ago?" It was um, it was a number of years ago. Max, I'm uh, I apologize if there's any bad blood between the two of us. There really should be no no reason for it. He says. I'm not accusing you of being involved in it, but are you aware the amount of trouble we had to go to to hide the trail connecting Jojo Snibbins, the most wanted man, after that event as the only survivor from the salt winds? Those documents, they came out of our presses, and we had to really do some work to distance ourselves from that whole thing.
2: This is your second time being the most wanted man? Specifically uh, in <laughs> Hanelport, after this uh, dinner
0: party uh, went very wrong. Essentially, uh, my understanding of this uh, event was, yeah, there was this massacre at this party that Jody was at. Jody survived. Jody split. And actually, that's when he left Hanelport, in in my mind. Or shortly mm-hmm. thereafter. Like, basically because he's the only surviving member of this group that got totally murdered. Like, the Hanelport guard were like, this is the guy. This is our guy. And he mm-hmm. just fucking left. I think J- Jody's just like, to be fair... um. I was going to a masquerade ball. I did not know it was going to be a massacre, and thus, probably not I a masquerade think... ball to be fair <laughs> probably a very a much more relaxed affair I, I feel like that's like you know a bit reductive. I feel like sailors really get down when they <laughs> <sudden. laughs> um, uh but yeah, I think Jody continues to be like I think it's maybe a bit um. Unreasonable to, to have expected me to, to know that. And I apologize for any, um, misgivings, but I, I also, I commend you, um, cause up until say the last week or so, um, nobody knew who I was. So, um, go team. Good, good job. <laughs> um, he, he, here is my, my Yelp review for you right now. Five stars would, would buy again. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to as we speak. So, um, r- repeat business. Um, and, so, uh, so very good. So Moko interrupts and says, well, this, this changes calculations considerably. If you're already wanted under a different name in Hanleport, it's too risky. I mean, there's people already looking for you. I, I don't like this. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, unless you guys have something really good to offer me, false documentation to get you through the guards is off the table. But that doesn't mean we can't find other ways into the city.
1: I'm listening.
0: See, I wouldn't be much of a smuggler if uh, I could only generate false passports here and there and get people in and out of town. No, we have ways and means of getting in and out of the city undetected without needing paperwork at all. It just so happens that people of your skills might be particularly valuable in re-establishing a now-defunct, hmm, call it supply line. You see... There's a pretty elaborate sewer network underneath Hannelport, And uh, for some years we'd found our way and secured passage and we were able to make our way into some, uh, well, let's say associates in the city. But I'm sure you maybe haven't heard. In the last few weeks there's been a rising level of, let's call it, encroachments on the sewers. The local fish folk have been invading the city surreptitiously, and the Port Authority and the Hannelport Guard are doing their damnedest trying to keep the sewers clear. None of this really concerns me too much, they're just disorganised rabble trying to get in, probably, to steal things, but what it has done is shut down my access to my supply line to my associates in the city. And I'm kind of loath to send any of my friends into the deep, dark water to fight an unknown threat. But perhaps we can come to an arrangement. We're listening, yes? What do you uh, What do you propose? Well, I would have thought that was obvious. Does anyone want to put it together? Well, obviously, it together. Th- like that's clear. You, you want to send us down there, but I'm talking specifics now. Like uh, you, you, you had the general pitch. Now, uh, spice it up a little bit. <laughs>
1: she, <laughs> she, exactly she, how many fish fingers are you after?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she does heartily chuckle at that and say, I'm not interested in fish fingers. I'm just interested in you re-establishing a clear supply line, which is to say, get in there, clear out the sewers, find a secure route to this location. You can bring a package to my associates in the city for me while you do it, and then you'll be in there. Kind of a win-win if you think about it. Also, sorry to interrupt, but at, at this point, why, why would we not just go through the sewers ourselves? Like, what what transaction are we getting to not... you know, You know what I mean? Well, let's proceed theoretically under the assumption that you can just walk out of this bar, given what I've just told you. Assuming that is the case, you'd be welcome to be my guest. Good luck, is what I would say, without a map of the sewer network that we've already established from our extensive travels under there. And, I must also say, without knowing any of the safe entrance or exit points. But really, if you want to go and fumble around in the sewers, then you can be my guest. I'd really rather the map, but I just, I just think... Um... <laughs> and thus is the nature of our transaction. <laughs> what, what, what do you guys think? I grew up in tunnels, mate. <laughs> how does drossie feel about going underground underwater into some deep dark spaces
2: <laughs> not super enthusiastic but uh
0: has she ever
2: been <laughs> over it gotta go under it i don't know <laughs>
1: if you can't beat them, maybe meet <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was us. um yeah i guess drossie just Gives Moko another wink? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Moko again hardly laughs and says, I like this one. No talk, all action. So, so basically, yeah, she, she's offering to give you a package to transport. She's offering to give you a map of how to get to her sort of entry back into the city through the sewers and basically hope that you get there and in the process, you'll secure her path
1: for future transport. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah. Lock it in, Eddie.
2: Where's the uh, the Sun. sewer cover? Manhole. Where's the manhole, lady?
0: Unfortunately, all of the entrances to the sewer system on the port side of the city are kind of, well, submerged. If you're up for it, we'll we'll show you the way.
1: You got any potions of water breathing? Indeed we do, Duncan.
0: In fact, you might say that was in the next paragraph of the notes in the DM's book. <laughs> so thanks for jumping <laughs> in. <laughs> Look...
1: I'm just maintaining character and focusing on a tactical insertion. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh,
1: spicy. I feel like tactical insertion really just, like, adds two words. Sums up, Duncan. Because. <laughs> oh, God. It's all there. <sighs> I said right. that, Jackson, and they both just went on their phones. They both were like, no, fuck it, we're done. I just need a yeah, little Yeah, T, am on my phone as well. Um
0: just wow. just <laughs> we all <laughs> need respite from that. So assuming you guys are up for it, you will now be escorted by the black hens down to the docks where they lead you to their group's private jetty. And you can see there is a reasonably nice but understated boat. It's like a two master fair. It's reasonably big. It's got it's got some people on it. It's largely black wood and it's dark and it's it's like it's it's nice without being really like ostentatious and it's kind of like Jody probably recognises it as like a pretty decent seaworthy vessel and you are walked across the If it bank. had wheels I'd be able to tell but I'm not You're walked onto the boat and uh, you're taken below deck where Moko and Max and now a few sort of just like boat hands who are sort of dwarves and elves just kind of uh, milling around and Moko says basically what you're going to want to do is Get off the boat here and swim straight down. We keep this boat here as a sort of floating headquarters for our smuggling operations. We've been uh, using it pretty regularly until these recent fish folk incursions, which I must say we don't really understand. We don't know exactly what they're after, but I'm sure it'll all be sorted out in due time. I'm just anxious to get my associates in the city resupplied. So, well, yeah, uh, Max here will show you to a package and some potions of water breathing. The entry gate to the sewers is directly underneath the boat, so, uh, yeah, we part
1: ways, I suppose. Uh, Do you ever have any, uh, weapons that are handy for water fighting? Uh, well, I kind of thought that being the,
0: uh muscle that you promised to be the uh, provision of your equipment would be included in that part of the arrangement but sure what do you need what did you have in mind I mean we are a criminal gang I can rustle up a few swords if you need
1: Uh, well I don't need a sword I've got one of them (laughs) because you know I don't know how many details you've heard about our uh, deeds so far but we don't actually spend much of our time under fucking water
2: (laughs) Now you so, know melee
1: weapons if you don't have a swim pe- speed have disadvantage on the attack rolls, unless the weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. So
0: a short sword would actually do you just fine.
1: But I think I'd probably rather go with a spear or a trident for damage dice.
2: going to be a trident. Dungeon dice. <laughs> <laughs> Get to hold the side thing going.
1: Yeah. Okay, so mm. spear <laughs> would give me one d6. A trident would give me 1d6. Wow. Literally, the difference between a trident and a spear is that the trident is five times as expensive, 25% heavier. They are otherwise well, exactly t- the same. Three times as many heads. So, <laughs> so I'm <laughs> buying the trident. I'm requesting a trident. Duncan wants a trident because it only looks different and costs them more. Do not say those words? Uh, sorry, let me use character voice. <laughs> I would like
0: a trident. <laughs> Uh, Moko looks around, literally just looks around the room, like underneath the boat that you guys are in, and sees like a spear sitting in a rack and says, This is just as good. And gives you a spear. <laughs> 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 if
2: you can see the look Tom is giving me. <laughs> yeah, alright. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, Grace. Um, Since Ben's in the US currently, I will be temporarily filling in, checking in on you in the middle of the show. Thanks for listening to Chapter 28 of HGW Laid. We really appreciate your support and uh, we sure hope you're enjoying it. Hopefully you enjoyed the special episode we did for Ben's birthday, the Big B, Big, (laughs) Big B, B day special. We had a lot of fun making it and um, it definitely went to some places we weren't really anticipating. That episode, along with the previous Christmas and Halloween specials from last year, would make really great jumping off points for the show, since they're pretty well outside the regular canon. So if you know someone who you think maybe might enjoy our particular brand of bullshit, sharing one of those eps is a really great way to give them a taste. And we'll absolutely love you for it, since it helps us grow. Once again, if you like what we make and you want to help us out in other ways, you can always go give us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That helps more than you might think. Anyway, I won't take up much more of your time. Thanks, as always, for listening, and we love you, and enjoy the rest of the show.
0: So she hands you a spear. There you go. You've got a spear. Does Jody need another weapon? Yeah, I mean, Jody is a weapon, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> he's good to go. Yeah, he's got
2: those magic hands. Now do the magic exactly. hands
0: count? It doesn't actually say. But I don't know why you would have disadvantage punching yeah. someone underwater. Well, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they equip you and... Right- Does she have multiple spears? I want multiple spears. She just gestures you to the rack of spears. I take all of them. <laughs> <laughs> she says, two. You can have Two.
1: Do you want this mission to be a success or not? A spear costs, like, three GP.
0: What do you need five for?
1: I need to throw them at things.
0: She mulls it over and says, Okay, but you have to leave any that you still have at the other side. in you when you get there. Sure thing. This is overhead. Operational expenditure we can't afford to just be giving away spears willy-nilly. And with that, she drops the map on the ground and turns around and leaves... How many spears are there? Five. Nice. Uh, five spears. Count them, guys. Five spears. Okay. If they're my fingers. I'm gonna throw
1: them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta keep your one hand up in the air.
0: all yeah, yeah, game yeah, though. Yeah. One, bro, up, bro. one
1: gangster hand in the air. Five spears. I can't wait till I only have one spear left. And then you can give me the finger. Oh no,
0: <laughs> I'd give you a wholesome thumbs up. That's nice.
1: Okay, so you guys
0: are equipped with. <laughs> Five spheres. On record. Uh potions of water breathing you're given, which I'm going to say give you one hour of underwater breath. You can just breathe underwater. They don't convey you any swimming capabilities though. So for the sake of ease, I'm just gonna say your swim speed unless you have a swim speed for some reason. Jacko, do you have a swim speed? Uh I don't think so. In one level's time do, I think you you have a lot of stupid shit, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, in one le- in one level's time I can walk on water, but anyway. Um, what? Yeah, Jesus Mustana, yeah, Jojo's back in town. <laughs> No <laughs> oh, dude, I really JoJo's hope you play with this JoJo Sniffins. <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucking love JoJo Sniffins. It's great. I, re- I cannot wait till, like, you, you drop a one-liner, like, when you guys finally submerge in Hanfold uh, and it's like, JoJo Sniffins is back in town. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are equipped, and you're locked and loaded, and ready to, to, to rock locked out. and loaded. Max says... So uh, as soon as the coast is clear above deck, that is to say as soon as the, the hourly patrol's gone by, we'll uh, get you guys out in the water and down to the vent. A couple of our divers will go down with you to show you the way in, and then from there you're going to be on your own.
1: Given your uh, seasoned smugglers, I suppose you know, the schedule, what is our uh, ETA on Splooshdown? Five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes till Splooshdown,
0: everybody. <laughs> Says Max, is like, get busy five minutes till sploosh down. <laughs> and like, yeah. like people start running around like fucking yeah, just fastening latches on things.
2: <laughs> I think, um, I think really Jody fails. just like turns
0: to his friends and is like, they really say that the nanobot, like it's very common, <laughs> like sploosh down is, like, citywide. It's a custom, it's a customary yeah. expression.
2: <laughs> now this breathing underwater potion, is <clears throat> this, is this a gillyweed affair? Are we going to grow g- gills or do you just breathe the water?
0: I'm ruling it's a gillyweed affair because oh, that's more fun. Goodness, that's disgusting. Yeah, you're all going you go to go. hates fish, does he? Yeah. Oh, that's a new character trait that probably won't be relevant in this next part of the game. I bet. If I had to bet, I would say it's <laughs> not going to come up at all. <laughs> okay, so uh, a few minutes pass. You hear like a, a cart trundling past. That's uh, very good hearing that you've got, but you can hear it from underneath <laughs> this boat. You know, it's trundling past the jetty that this this private boat is sitting on.
2: Do we call up, Trinder?
0: Dream <laughs> to save us we're being held hostage by this gang this well known criminal gang <laughs> <laughs> The headquarters are here <laughs> yes no uh, the car tunnel's passed and Max says like alright go time and uh, I guess you guys drink your potions drink them down you grow your gills yep. you roll them out What is zap Roll the map up tight in a little waterproof leather container that you were given.
2: Or maybe it's laminated. Maybe it's <laughs> covered in. <laughs>
0: it's magically laminated, yeah. It's like, you know, like wax, maybe. Like wax or
2: resin? Or- yeah, I think
0: that's what it is. I think yeah. you're right. It's definitely magically laminated so with wax. So we can wax, actually read it out water. We don't even need magic. Yeah. yeah, no, but it is magic. Nice. Yeah, it's it's everything's magic in this fun, magical world we've created together. <laughs> magical world. Um. Yeah,
1: it's a magical world.
0: So do you guys dive into the water after drinking your potions? I think there are two, uh, there are two sort of like lithe dwarven divers wearing nice. like sort of light armor uh, who are sort of limbering up on the top of the boat, getting ready to dive down with you and show you the way.
2: Can we instead have Max scream sploosh down and pushes in? <laughs> I, I, I was going to
1: go for a more tactical sploosh, sploosh, sploosh. Yeah, like one after <laughs> another. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. go, 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 nice. but splish, sploosh, sploosh. Let's spend more it's time so to say. thinking about guys, how to splish really the quickly three times in a row. sploosh, sploosh. sploosh.
0: It's hard, right? It's hard. So that's the sound it makes. Do you guys jump in the water? Splash. Yeah. Okay. So you jump off the side. Jody. Jody does not jump. Jody does the most elegant swan dive you've seen in at least like a year. Like, listen, like it's not all time, but it's like it's pretty good. Gonna get, get need do even macro check for that one, my dude. Gonna need to see yeah. it. Ooh, gonna have to check out like what this plus eight is like. Oh, that's okay. Uh, so eleven, but like plus eight, so nineteen. Yeah okay so that tracks it's not the best one you've seen of all time but it's pretty graceful mm. it's a pretty graceful yeah. swan dive mm-hmm. uh, okay cool so so time is on you jump down with these two dwarven divers I guess Jody's probably got to be wearing his night vision goggles because it's dark underwater and also it's night time yeah dude mm-hmm. hell yeah and you guys can just see because you have dark vision so that's right. nice and I'm going to say the water breathing potion also gives you essentially goggles so you swim down sort of underneath this boat uh, and there's sort of like you know how it would be on like a dock there's kind of like a sort of wall and then the jetty comes out from it and then you're sort of swimming down that wall and when you get to the bottom you can see that there is indeed a already broken open grate that extends into the sewer underneath the city of Hannibal. and these two dwarven divers who came down with you are just kind of like gesture inside and give you big thumbs up do you swim on down the tunnel yeah that sounds like a great idea Mm -hmm. I like that one. So, guys, into, <laughs> okay, into the valley of the beast we go. You guys are swimming up this tunnel underneath the city of Hannelport, Port. And you're, swimming, and you're swimming, and you're swimming, and you're swimming. And you can probably communicate via your sending stones. In, in theory, sending- if you can
1: breathe water, can you speak in water? Because we breathe air and we speak in that.
0: Yeah, you can, like, say words, but they don't travel very far. Mm-hmm. And also, just because you can speak in water doesn't mean you can hear words spoken in water. So you definitely can't just communicate by yelling, because- you, do? you can
1: kinda hear stuff underwater. It sounds like, yes, you, know? you can hear that, for sure. I mean, that's all I hear when these two speak.
0: Mm, that's
1: true. That's true. Oh. They sound like the like
0: my <laughs> <like> parents <laughs> from Peanuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, also, real quick, yeah. should we should we should we talk about our like actual like dive order and that sort of thing? Because I was thinking yeah. Jody would probably lead the pack in terms of swim speed. Yeah, Jody's a speed boy.
2: I'll probably be behind you and before Donkey.
1: Two squares Kill. around. I'm at the back. Two squares around. What? I can only move two squares around. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, nice. Around. Oh, okay. Boy. But also, I keep these two squares around. <laughs> got him, dude. He just fucking oh, got you got both. Out. So oh, good. I know. Dunked. I heard dunked it. Dunked oh, on. I'm on yeah. oh. There's no recovering from that. <laughs> we have to end the podcast. No, you're oh, on my new hidden camera show. Dunked. Josie
2: is just sending. Just keep swimming.
1: Oh no, she's doing.
2: Can I break my
0: sending stuff? You can if you want, but it becomes canon that you won't have it.
1: Mm. This is a toss up.
0: (laughs) So you guys are swimming down the tunnel, having the time of your lives. When Jody, who has taken point, probably feels and or sees that the tunnel that you're swimming down opens up into a wider space ahead of you. We've passed the anus. You're into the battles now. Oh, As you sort of see this wider space, you can actually see that there is like a bit of light in this wider space up ahead. And with your quite high passive perception, Jody, you probably hear two distinct splashes. They're not very, very loud, but you definitely hear them. Oh man, D- didn't can't triple himself. Oh, that would be three splashes. <laughs> um, would you hear the? <laughs> Do you hear the people? <laughs> the new form of music. Stop! This is not going.
2: Into- <sighs> <sighs> All
0: right, let's move. Let's move fast. Um, Jody, what do you do? Wait. So we just we've come. So we've heard two splashes. I guess like I run a perception check, see if I can see where we okay. are. Okay. Yep. Take a perception check for me. Okay. So it's a base thirteen plus my considerable perception, which isn't immediately on me. <laughs> just me. One second. Uh six. So nineteen. Okay. With nineteen, that's very good. You can see two big shapes swimming around in this sort of larger space that the tunnel is opening towards you. Does it look like they've seen or spotted us? It looks like they're moving towards you. Um, I I used my uh, sending stone to alert the other two. Okay, what are you saying? Two splashes. I think they. Uh, we, we might have company.
2: Should we shoot first, ask questions later? Screw Flanders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's spear them up. In that case, let's roll initiative. Oh, 20 for DK. Okay. I rolled a 19, so plus my um, dex, that's a 24. Jojo with 24. And where does that put, Young drugs?
2: 14.
0: 14. That's younger than I thought. Uh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Wonderful. Well, it, it's good that you rolled so high, Jojo, because upon seeing these two shapes move towards you, you have the initiative count. You're up first. What do you do? Let's say there's, for right now, when they're just kind of shapeless, oh, sorry, they're just kind of uh, nondescript shapes. They are one on the left and one on the right. I, I swim to the left, and I'm going to go start like beating them up underwater. Okay, my so fists. you swim over to it, so you're going for a melee attack. Sort of my thing, Benjamin, is... Uh, yeah, is, yeah, cool, is no? Just, just wondering if you had any, any, anything you wanted to do other than I punch it, but yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> let's,
2: I'm let's, very let's good at that.
0: punching, what do you mean? That's making? true, you do have magic punches. Uh, okay.
2: I mean, I think Druzzy quickly sends, like, do you want me to shoot it while we're still far away?
0: I, I would have loved for you to have um, rolled a better initiative count, but.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> are you trying to sneak away at the initiative order? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I, I will say that they're still far enough away, Jacko, that you are going to basically spend your whole turn swimming towards them and they'll come into, into view, but you won't be able to get there and oh, attack. Oh, okay. Well, then if they're that far away, I'm going to ready an action to attack, attack the one on the, the left. Yeah. Okay, great. So you're just going to sort of brace and ready in action. Great. Duncan, you're up
1: next. What do you do? I shall speed towards him with my little dwarven kicks, leaving okay. myself <laughs> at a dash four squares. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say that puts you in front of Jody. So that, that puts Duncan in between Jody and these approaching masses. Goodness. Oh, the rain's coming in. Here comes the rain This again. weather is
2: absolutely absurd. What is going
0: on? <laughs> I love it. Okay, so that puts Duncan in between Jodi and these approaching sort of large grey shapes swimming through the dark murky water. The next person to act are these shapes and the one on the right whizzes up uh, to Duncan and as it approaches you, you can see that it is indeed a kind of serpentine humanoid fish creature. Kind of like a serpent bottom half, a human-y kind of top half with like fish-like facial features and it is indeed holding a trident and i want it <laughs> it uh stabs at you with its trident and let's see how it does with that shall we duncan uh in fact the first one duncan is a 9 so i assume that's bad but then it stabs at you again with its trident for 24 which i assume is a very good one and does indeed hit you through your armor that you're wearing is that correct your shield at you i say five okay you take eight piercing damage from that first uh, trident stab. And then, as you're kind of reeling from that, it leans towards you with its awful, awful fishy face and bites, fish. bites at you. Just 18 interesting
1: Man,
0: Does. and that's so rough because, as we all know through canon, like Duncan hates fish. <laughs> Man, God. This is really a horrifying encounter for him, as we all know for many yeah. months. As that whole thing that's been in the show the whole time, oh, Duncan yeah. hates fish. So, eight and another 18 to hit. Does it hit? The 18 hits, yeah. Okay, so you take an additional... Another 8 piercing damage from the bite. 16 damage? Yeah, 16 piercing damage altogether. Uh, the next one, now it's time for the next of these boys, who swims around Dung Khan and moves in on Jody. Oh, Jody, come on, I tried to aggro them and everything. Your opportunity attack procs. Go ahead and use it now. Oh, hell yeah. Oof, okay. Well, the first one is... Oh, that's actually not too bad. A 15 to hit. Uh, let me see. What are you using to try and hit him? By the way, like as he, as as he gets closer, I'm gonna like try and like roundhouse kick him. Fifteen hits. Hell yeah. Um, a D six. so That's a four plus five is nine damage. Okay, um, nine damage. Okay, he takes that. And then I use martial strike to punch him again. Yeah, do it, dude. Or, 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 or once. So that's a nineteen base. So that's um, gonna be yeah, to that'll get, hit. That that that'll do it. So let's roll up that damage again. Um, that's a five this time. So that's ten damage. Oh damn, dude. Chunky hits. Um, And then so I imagine, like, as I, like, sort of, like, punch them, I then want to, like, grab his head and, like, bring it down towards my knee to try and, like, knee him in the face. So I'm going to roll that one up oof okay that now, one's a 14 to hit yep 14 does not hit unfortunately but we will say because I didn't describe this is another one of those fish creatures like the awful thing that's attacking Duncan also wielding a trident we'll say the one that's attacking Jody is kind of grey and looks a bit more scarred and wizened than the uh, younger looking green one that's engaged with Duncan yeah it takes a dumb one to cover me eh? <laughs> <laughs> young dumb and full of holes in a moment I expect now this one that is attacking Jody gets to actually attack him and does so with its trident and that's a 12 and a 22 uh, the 22 will hit I imagine that it does uh, so this is 8 piercing damage for you Jody Mistana my son and friend cool. then he lashes out to bite you with his awful wizened face and that's an 18 against AC uh, 18 is my AC hey so he does do it and that is another six piercing damage for you Jody my son and friend uh as so high what
2: the hell yeah so
0: he, he he stabs you once with the trident after you fucking punch him a couple times and then yeah he leans over and bites you right near the trident stab wound uh but that's okay because they both acted and now it's time for my girl Druzzy oh
2: my god finally you
0: got these two awful serpent fishmen attacking your friends by the way they are D&D class size large so these things are pretty fucking horrifying you're underwater it's dark you got these big slithery serpent <laughs> weapons attacking you
2: what does water do to fire based spells
0: magic fire nothing
2: <laughs> it's two targets I'm a fireball Them.
0: oh you're <laughs> definitely gonna have to hit Duncan in between them wait what so one of them so Duncan was in front of Jody and one of them is on Duncan, and then the other one's on Jody so you can definitely position it in between the two that blast radius will catch your boy donkey
2: Duncan, you fucked it so hard um <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Instead, I'm going to burn half my sorcery points and twin blight.
0: Oh, fuck me. That Mm. is a big boy. I
2: mean double. Give me all your D8s.
0: (laughs) 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 That's it, conserves, don't they? Okay, fantastic. Uh, So twin spell blight, one on each of these awful, awful fish men. Uh, Druszy's pulling out the big guns because I guess she's just bored and wants this over and done with. I'm
2: (laughs) sick of the fish. It's 8D8, right? Yes. Oh,
0: Jesus. Okay.
2: Oh, it's not looking good. 33.
0: Okay, what is your spell safe DC? 16. 16. Okay, so, the one fighting Duncan looks like he's a little less affected by this blighty, blighty magic, but the one fighting Jody, the old wizened one with the grey, uh, greyer scales and the, the more scarred face, looks like it hits him right where it hurts. And how much damage does he take? 33, did you say?
2: 33. Okay,
0: he looks like a considerable amount of his vitality has just been sucked out of his fish body. And yeah, he's looking... He's looking a little worse for wear. The one fighting Duncan looks as though uh, he's a little more youthful, a little more vigorous, and maybe takes a little less damage from these blightful spells. Does the old one look like
1: some sort of Northern European fermented fish dish?
0: Yeah, I would say it looks like a fish that's been like maybe like lutefisk or something that's been like cured underground in poison. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like, dude. That was a nice lutefisk.
1: Uh, sounds like ludicrous.
0: It does, doesn't it? And it's ludicrous that oh, we're still talking so about close. It because now it's yeah. time for my boy Jojo Sniffins to get back in the mix. <laughs> You've got this wizened, lutefisk boy in front of you. What do you do? I guess, like, you know, w- when you're on a roll, you know what I mean, I think Jody just, like, continues uh, his his beatdown. Nice. Go on and do that beatdown.
2: Beatdown Boulevard. It's
0: a... Um, that feels <laughs> the
2: street in town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, the first one was uh, Critical Miss. Oh, um, no! I hate it when that happens. D- damn uh, it! Let's try... The second time, okay, and that one was a two. So oh, I dude, think you're just what Jamie's gonna dice. do. Is-
1: <laughs> I think uh, uh,
0: Jody is going to take the um, dodge action and burn a key point. Um, so now attacks against him have disadvantage. Yeah, no, indeed. Okay, so Jody, Jody attempts to punch this fish man twice. Maybe feeling a little cocky because he's seen like what Druzzy's just done to drain his life and also his past two hits have connected so easily. So he just like he's like, yeah, no worries. Left hook, right hook, and uh, they both just kind of just bounce off his like natural scaly body. And now it's Duncan's turn. You got this youthful, invigorated boy before you.
2: Crossey absolutely loves that she crushed them where Jody could not. <laughs> where Jody could not? What do you mean? I
0: just, oh, okay. Duncan
1: oh. <laughs> Duncan is going to slice stab. up some fish fillets. Strike one Ooh. with... Oh, no, I can't slice them up. I have to stab them up. Yeah, so instead so of a fish fillet, this is more like a fish kebab. It's like a shish kebab, but with fish.
0: Oh, no. Natural 20! Oh,
1: dude. Fuck yes. That's a big one. Couple of d8s from the spear. 14 damage with my first stab. With the crit? That crit for 14?
0: I like to hear that that is what happened. Now do the next one and do it as good as you did the first one.
1: (laughs) I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do the other one, Ben. I should have used a superiority die on that crit. Oh, well. Here we go. And it's a one. Hey! Now I get to count with the dice as well. Both
0: sides of the spectrum. It's Duncan. He's somewhere on the spectrum, clearly. But uh, now
1: we've seen the full range of available locations. And I'm going to get so salty with this boy. I'm going to just straight up action surge him. Oh, shit. Action surge. So two more attacks
0: from Duncan, my son. Mm-hmm. And I
1: don't think this nine is oh, going to be magic. worth <laughs> precisioning. So I'm going to let that nine be a miss. And I'm swing, uh, stabbing again. Uh huh. This seventeen has got to connect with the extra seven on top of it, bringing it up to twenty-four. To twenty-four hit. indeed is enough to hit this serpenty fish boy. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna slather on some sunscreen. Yeah, dude. Uh, nice. It's important sunscreen. to say <laughs> hey, protected. Yeah. Speary Speery sunscreen in the form of a menace dice. Oh deary me! Another ten damage. Another ten damage. I love it when these it's boy really... get stabbed depressing not having my sword. So the,
0: yeah I know so you, you're doing like less damage and worse hits I expect. Mm. It's true just using this shitty spear I guess is your sword just sheathed just yeah. across your back just mm. there in case you want it but you yeah. know you can't use it underwater yeah that's that's cool. So definitely this guy is now looking a little bit chunky as well. He's not looking quite as bad off as his old old dad but he's still looking a little bit worse off.
1: Are these guys basically Marlin and Nemo?
0: Yeah I don't know what you mean but yes that whatever you said.
1: Now it's time for them to do their Ellen's thing. Ellen DeGeneres would get that joke mate.
0: Okay so the young one, my my young friend, the green one who's attacking Duncan, lashes out twice with his trident. That is an eighteen and a seventeen. Which one hits? Either of them?
1: The eighteen hits. Okay.
0: Duncan, my friend, I'm afraid you take Ooh 10 piercing damage. Oh. Then he leeches up he runs over to try and bite you. I hate it when fish pierce me. <laughs> And 17. Fuck, your is too good. These fish cannot hit you. Jody, same yeah, business. Is. He's got disadvantage, doesn't he? So first attack yep. with disadvantage is 18. That hits your AC. Second attack with disadvantage is 11. Misses your AC. So one trident stab. That means Jody gets stabbed and takes... Eleven piercing damage, and then Ooh, now he's gonna now he's gonna bite you with disadvantage, and unfortunately he would have crit you with the natural twenty, but I'm imagining fifteen will not do it. Will not. Good job using that dodge maneuver, dude. How you doing on hit points? Would that crit have been oh. good night, Jody? Listen, we're, we're we're back in Jojo Schneeban's hometown. He's got hometown advantage. He's good. <laughs> okay, he's feeling good, <laughs> is he? Feeling pretty good. Okay, yeah. no worries. Uh, all right. Well, now it's time for my girl Drazilia to do her thing yes. again.
2: Yes. Okay, her thing this time. I assume kind of still in the wrong spot.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless he's moved, which I don't imagine he has. You know what you could do? You could, like, spin around and, like, then she can just place it between the two fish. Yeah, I did that. Didn't you hear me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd say you've got movement and you could probably intuit that you know how Juzzy loves to place yeah, those fireballs. Yeah, no, 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 seriously, I, I said that. You spun around. Okay, so then after I've made my stab, I'm going to move around behind him. <laughs> R.L. Stein, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> time fooling, Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, now, it's my boy, Dunkan. He's behind one of them, which means that, yeah, you can place a fireball in between the two of them, and it'll just hit the boys and not hit any of your boys.
2: Then, I do just that.
0: Fantastic. So, dex saves for these boys. They have high dex mods. So, this time... The young boy, who's just been spun, now his back's to the fireball, gets caught unawares and licked by the full brunt of Dresselia's fireball.
2: Licked?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I regret it as soon as I said it. But the old, old man, uh, maybe a little more battle-hardened, a little more world-weary, uh, he manages to kind of shimmy-shake his serpenty body, so he only gets burned a little bit. What's the full damage?
2: 35.
0: 35?! That's so much damage for it to be. Jesus Christ. Wait, okay. how many d6? Six? Eight. 8d6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 35. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know how I said the young boy got caught by the full brunt of it? He's pretty crispy. In fact, if you made fish fingers <laughs> in the oven, you might say that they were a little overdone. He is still swimming in front of you, but boy, does he look unwell. Uh, the old, old man in front of you, Jody, also looks unwell, but less unwell. And now it's Jojo okay. Snibbins' turn. He's back in the saddle, back in his hometown. What does he do? Alright, well, I mean, again, like <laughs> he doesn't punch. Um, it listen, it's gonna be the same thing, but just imagine it's more impressive and like really fun to look at now. Like he's pulling out all and the stops he can. Like he's he's like sort of like flipping around in the water and shit like that. Like, and, like after missing last time, to... now he really wants to do it. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly. So 19 for that first hit. Woo! That does it. Uh, hey, that's a six, so that's 11 damage. Okay, yep, Um, yep, looking pretty bad. Let's go Marshall Strike. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh, that's an 18. Uh, yep, plus hit. Uh, yep, so 26. Yep, great. That's good. Yeah, don't, don't even worry about rolling that damage, my dude. I don't think you can do little enough to not kill him. So you bring Dang. the heel of your palm over, and you fucking clean his clock with it, and you see the life drain out of his now old, already soul-drained and crisped-up body. And then you see him just kind of sink like, slowly out of your field of view down to the bottom of the tunnel. And uh, now you have but one boy ahead of you. A very, very crispy cool. young boy fighting your friend Dunkan. Can I Can I grab their trident as he, like, sinks? Yes, I'm very into that. <laughs> and do you want to yeah, try uh, and hurl it? Yep, dude. That's, that's oh, what this doing. is so hot. So he fucking kills this one guy, whips his trident out of his cold, dead hands, fucking draws a bead on the other guy who is within the trident's range, and just whips it at him. Go ahead and take it a, a throw. Would I have proficiency with that, or... Do you have proficiency with tridents? Well, I martial do with spears, weapon. I think. Oh, it's it's so a martial, martial weapon. weapon. Do you have proficiency with martial okay. weapon? No. Okay, so, so it's going uh, No proficiency bonus. Just no proficiency bonus. Okay, cool. Uh, great. So just your dex mod 18. to the throw. Okay. Oh, just, just my dex mod? Um, sorry, then it's like 23. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Jody redeems himself for his costly misses before by fucking stone cold murdering this guy with his hands. He is like clocking druzzy in the eye as well. As <laughs> <laughs> he does this, He's fucking d- looks druzzy directly in the face as he whips this trident at the boy fighting Duncan. From Duncan's perspective, because again, dude, do not worry about damage. Yeah, so now, now from Duncan's perspective, you just feel the water rush past your side, and it's probably quite alarming. You think maybe this other one's come over to get you as well, but no, it is indeed a trident that is now sticking out of the stomach of the green boy that you. Been fighting, and he too slowly descends down to the ground.
2: Now that's a fish kebab. Very good
0: job, Gracie. Uh, Very good. (laughs) How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chappell, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsom. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com.
1: So good yeah hey, i really yeah. regret not probably considering the logistics of fucking an egg <laughs>